0: Yo, it's your boy, yo, Day came to three or five shotter. And you listening to Inspired Radio, the one with the three and not the E, you feel me? Yeah, 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 you already know. Today, we tuned into another episode of Stone Motivation. I have no other dope artist. He go by the name of Dr. Rick. How you doing today, sir?
1: I'm doing good, doing this out here. Vi, i about to get ready for the gym and stuff.
0: So let's get into it, man. Like, I know you um, served in the military and stuff, right? Right. What I joined
1: uh, the Air Force around 2017, and then I went to the Space Force uh, around the 2020 time frame um, by force, kind of. Uh, I was always doing satellite work. Then when they came with the Space Force, they kind of just instantly transferred us over to the to the Space Force kind
0: Okay, that's that's real dope, man. Like appreciate you for your service or whatever, you know.
1: you so, Thanks for listening.
0: How would you say that military life prepared you for this musical journey that you're on now?
1: Started. I would say my path because at first I was just doing it to raise, you know, like kind of like comedy, raise morale within the within the branch and it kind of worked out just like picking on other branches or maybe picking on other countries, you know, just you know kind of like a diss rap but kind of funny. Mm-hmm. And me doing that, people responding positively to it saying, hey, yo, you actually pretty good at this? And I was like, oh, am I? Well, shoot, let me let me try something else real quick. And then I just kept on. It's funny you said that because I've been
0: running the video that you shot on on the um, the ground that you guys was on at the time or whatever. And the rap was just crazy, bro. Like, like for you to say, I was like, man, like, this dude needed. to, he, I was thinking, I was like, yeah, he really need to pursue this, bro. He got
1: Yup. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah, it was pretty. I think you're talking about um, probably talking about the uh, Sky Ain't the Limit one, yeah, yo, like, got, yeah, that's
0: the one, yo,
1: yeah, um, yeah, that was really So, that was that originally was supposed to be the official Space Force song, but um, I could I had to make a marching video to it and I never got around to actually doing it. So, right now, we use it as like the unofficial Space Force song, so they still play it at ceremonies and stuff, it's just not. What they'll play at the White House, you know what I mean? They gonna play the they gonna play the trumpets and stuff at the White House, but then like on the on the back end, they might throw that song.
0: There, I know you excited right now, man. You just dropped the album, bro. I listened to it to the end, bro. Dope. I like the vibes. I like the way you threw the grooves in there with the G funk and you know what I'm saying, real real musical reputations up in there like i love all that bro so if you had to describe your style of music what would it be
1: man that's the thing i don't really think i have a certain style of music i know i'm a feel-good artist mostly but i feel mm-hmm. like i'm very versatile like the next one that comes out is kind of different um, kind of letting y'all a little little teaser right there. The next cassette album that drops is gonna be a little bit different. Then I got like a Halloween project I'm also working on. It's gonna be also different. I, I don't I don't know. I I gotta yeah, give me some time to think on what, what kind of artist I think I actually am right now. But I think right now I'm really I'm really versatile I can kind of go either way.
0: That's real dope, man, that you said that because that's why i be telling people when people be asking me about me as an artist, like what style. I always tell people that. I can't really stay a style, like, one style because I always, like, feel like I'm a universe, I could do everything. So that's why I tell people I'm an artist. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't label me as a rapper or R B R&B singer or nothing, you know what I'm saying? Don't categorize me, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm an artist. Like, at any minute I could do something that you wouldn't expect, you feel me?
1: Right. I might throw down a country song, you never know. Yeah, that's exactly, (laughs) bro.
0: I've been, bro. Like, I feel you up on it. And it's like, what are some of your musical influence? Like, look your back on your life or whatever. Like, what are some of your musical influence? Because I was watching Snoop Dogg's Behind the Music um a couple of days ago. And he was talking about how he grew up in a household. His mom was strict. She stayed in the church and everything. And on Saturday nights, she used to buy, like, a six case of beer. And her and Snoop would listen to records and everything. And you got this album on there with um Kenny Lee. Shout out to Kenny Lee. It's called Holy Front. That's kind of like a gospel vibe or whatever. So it's like, how do you, you know what I'm saying, what what artists really asp- aspire
1: I would say, as far as the artists that inspire me, one of the first ones, like the first, first ones, was Lupe Fiasco back when I was a little, 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 little thing, single-digit numbers. And um, just moving up, it was then became like Lil Wayne, then, you know, Tory Lanez, Tupac, you know, the, the regulars usually. Is what the artists kind of I look up to. Like when I was making this album, I was mostly listening to uh, Tupac when I was making this album, and it kind of sounds. None of it really sounds like Tupac, but just to motivate me to write the album, I just I had Tupac playing in the background when I was just chilling to like hype me up, type deal. You know what I mean? So
0: I feel you, man. Because um, just last night, you know, what I'm saying, I was watching the uh, Tupac documentary, and it was just like recapping on his life before he died and everything. Like, he did so much for us, like, movies, albums, verses, and everything. And it's like, I ask every artist this, like, get into the music game and you really get a taste of the fame and see what it's about. But at the end of the day, it's about a legacy leaving your print. So what type of print do you want to leave on the music industry? What do you want people to remember you as
1: for music? Uh, I want it to be like, I want people to remember me as a guy that brought it back to where, we where, where it came from if that makes sense so like bringing it back to the 90s and the 80s where it came from early 2000s not knocking nobody that's uh like the new generation of rappers like it's cool but i think right now is i think the people is missing uh the original vibes that we first brought, or that the hip-hop industry first brought in the 80s and the 90s, I think it's really missing. I mean, ain't nobody like really doing it no more. So I'm trying my best to bring it back, and that's what I kind of did with Cassette A. That's the only reason why it's called Cassette, because Cassette tapes were back in the day. Um, I'm trying to really bring it back to those vibes real quick, you know, because when you, when you go to a cookout and you hear music playing, you don't usually hear none of the new stuff playing. You hear all the old stuff playing in the cookout vibes. It's just, it's just what makes the vibes better, so... And that's kind of what I want to—I want to be a part of. Exactly, man. It's like what you're doing
0: with the rap game, bringing those feel good vibes. Is what I kind of like. calling myself is doing with the R&B because my last project that won me um Artist of the Year award, any artist, any artist of the Year award um last year, was an R&B project, but it was all '90s R&B, and I'm on that same thing. Like I want to mm-hmm. like bring it back to that feel good music even with rap and you know what i'm saying like when you listen to my raps my raps and my tapes and stuff I of drop this is just like all feel good music i come from the era like Jada the kid style p biggie tupac you know what i'm saying like well it's just that feel good music and you will you rewind it back and definitely with your with your project that you just dropped bro i can really say that a lot of the tracks on that like, you have to rewind back because the way you flowed on it, and the way you use your voice to ride those beats was so crazy, or whatever. That your, your wordplay was so witty that I had to rewind it back a couple of times on those tracks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like for real, bro. Like it was it was like that, bro. And like I said, the ho- the holy funk, the holy funk with you and Kenny Lee was like dope, bro. Like I just love that whole vibe, bro. Because y'all sampled a, a gospel song that everybody knows and put like a hip-hop, you know what I'm saying, hip-hop gospel is, is blowing up now, so for y'all to do that on the album, I thought it was real dope because when Rick Ross dropped the Port of Miami, the first one, he had a song on there called Bible on the Dash, which is just a prayer song, you know what I'm saying, like he was basically talking his stuff through the rap album, but he had to put that prayer on there because you know what I'm saying, without the man upstairs none of this is possible, so I thought that that was real dope for you to put that on, on your project. Of
1: course, I had to, I had to. Um, yeah, I play, I remember, I remember, uh, showing Kenny, uh, Kenny Lee that song. We was at the, uh, Funk Festival back in July, I believe. It's not Queets, right? Yep. No, 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 not that one. It was the one with, uh, Life Genius. But Life Jennings, okay,
0: okay, Yeah, okay. I think it was, I think
1: it was August, July, somewhere around that time frame. Yeah, um, yeah I'm from, I
0: remember
1: Roman that's the one you did with, um, Life Genius or whatever. You, you yeah, had a, you had yeah, I, I, yeah, I opened up for, uh, Life Jennings that day. I remember, uh, I had this beat, and I was like, "Yo, I, I remember you doing the gospel thing." I got the, I got this beat from this guy in Texas. I was like, "It sound pretty dope." He hear, he was like, "Oh, cause we got to do that like now." I was like, "Cool." So I, I flew back to Denver, wrote it, uh, did my part, sent it to him. He did his part, then he sent it off to my engineer, and can kind of got it back. And I was like, "Yeah, this is it right here. This is it." <laughs> yeah, it
0: was just one of those. It was just like one of those tracks, man, because. Y'all could have took any gospel song and really had the same the same response, but for you to take a gospel song like that with the sample that everybody know, I'm talking about grandmas and everybody knows. Mm-hmm. It, it was just crazy, bro. I, I had my aunties and grandmas. And everybody listened to it. Like, oh, I know that. I know they didn't sample that. I was like, yeah, they sampled it. And
1: they was loving it. Yeah. That's a, that's the thing. I think when you sample when you sample a song, it's 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 best to sample something that people know. You know what I mean? Like if you sample something that people don't know, as a as a as a you know a starting a starting you know brand new artist. A lot of people not gonna really know what you're doing. But if you sample something that people know, they're like, oh, I remember this. Oh, he kind of going crazy on that. Oh, I like the way he did. Something. Exactly.
0: exactly. Yeah, so. I got that from Master P back in the day because when he bought out Romeo, he sampled that Michael Jackson, my baby record, and that's what really took Romeo and started his career. And I just feel like with the sample records, man, like, it's like crape digging, you know what I'm saying? Like, we all remember, like like you said, back in the day, like riding the car in the house with your mom. You, you know what your mom and dad listened to. Like me, I had my mom, my dad, and had my grandparents and everything. So I got everything from, like, Teddy P to the OJs, all the way to see H-Town and all that, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. It's a wide range of music that was played around me. So it's like when I do samples, I like to kind of, like, Crate did to find something that really, you know, what I'm saying that really bring a memory back. Like, okay, I right. remember riding with my dad. This, you know, what I'm saying everything brings. A it's gotta
1: have that nostalgic feeling. Like you just get, you get a boom, just like you remember that. So Raven, when she had that little vision, it's like yeah, you know, vision yeah, take it back. Exactly, you like, man. Yeah. like you gotta get it
0: back, bro. Like you have to, <laughs> man. And then like, uh, you got any other tour dates coming up, man?
1: I don't have any right now because I'm t- kind of tied up with work. Um, but I do want to come home. To Virginia and uh, perform Holy Funk at some churches, you know, for the people. Um, but I'm I'm i the one I want to do that by no later than July. Okay, okay. So you know I want to come home, set up some maybe and even in North Carolina too. I don't know North Carolina probably mess with it. So you gotta you gotta come in here and tap
0: in with me in North Carolina. I got a lot of venues and stuff that we could plug you into and you could perform at and stuff. So let me know, man. You definitely need this Carolina run. With it, I'm with it. For real. So my next question is, like, growing up, was there anybody in your family that really, you know what I'm saying, gave you that motivation to go out and do music or just to go out and chase your dreams? Like, who really motivated you? Was it your mom, your dad, like, gave you that, that hustler ambition, you know what I'm saying?
1: So i say, well, everybody knew my dad back in the day. He was a DJ, DJ RJ Jams, right? Okay. Uh, so I think. I think the music was kinda always in me right there, but um I never really triggered or tapped into it and then growing up around Kenny Lee, you know, when he was younger, right? It mm. was Kenny Lee, it was Scooter, yes, um sure. you know. Everybody everybody just everybody just making music. I would kinda just I would kinda just be in the room, just kinda like just listening or whatever. And I remember um just, just watching him do it and I was like, Oh, that's cool, that's cool, like that, I like that, that's dope. And then I never really, I never really got into it like that. And then one day, um, I uh, I tried to get back into it, like when I was like, uh, I was like maybe thirteen, fourteen, but I ain't have, I ain't had the money, the funds to do it. So I kind of like gave it up again. But then when I joined the military, I had all the money that I needed to use to get into it. So that's when, it, that's when it came back out. And the first person I tapped into was was Kenny Lee. Kendall, I was, I was like, hey, cuz, are you trying to make a track real quick? Make this family reunion song. <laughs> like, already,
0: man, already. <laughs>
1: So yeah, I, I say I would say it probably be Kendall for real. That pretty much it had to be, it has to be, it has to be. I had to give it all to Kendall right there because he's the one that's been consistent with the music and I always. Every time I think about music and family, I think about him. Right, boom, right there. Like because since I was little, that's all he was doing. Really, mm-hmm. not all, I was always around him.
0: Shout out to Kenny Lee, man. I just um I just talked to him um yesterday, matter of fact, and um. You know he did his he did his thing with the Jesus Turn me up and performing it. So he's supposed to be in New York, um, April the fifteenth.
1: Yeah, I heard about that. Was that Sony or
0: he, he picked what record label he wanted to perform for? He's going to perform for for Atlanta.
1: Oh, Atlanta, that's right. Yeah,
0: Atlanta and um. So I'm I'm trying to chop it up with him this weekend and next week or whatever to get everything done because he wants me to come in. It's supposed to be me, Zaymo, my homeboy D Skills. So hopefully we get everything planned for all of us making in there, there. But I told him I was like, "Yeah, bro, like they definitely gonna mess with that song because the Jesus turned me up. Song, the the vibe was so real. I told him that I was like, when he played that record for me the first time I heard it. I was like blown away because I was like, man, like that's that's what the music game is missing right now. I was like, oh, yo, I was like your message and the way he doing it, he's talking in a language that the young generation can understand. It. So even though it's that gospel music it's feeding you, is feeding your soul, it's not making them think too much about it or whatever. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like the way he, if he keep that up, bro, like he, he about to be out of here with that, bro. He's about to be out of here.
1: I feel saying it's untapped market. You know what I mean?
0: Already. Um. So and like. I see you be doing get you on know, your LL Cool J for the ladies and stuff, man. So all the ladies want to know, man. You you single or you taking? You know what I'm saying? I been yeah. on Facebook, like for real. I been on Facebook, bro, posting like, the taping and everything. I'm like, yeah, that's my little my fans, little cubs, right there. They like, oh, he's fine, like he he's single. I'm, I don't know. I say, but I asked on an interview. So go ahead and let them
1: know, man. I'm very, very, very much single. Very much single. But, shoot, I ain't I ain't, I ain't around nobody like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm all way in New Mexico, man, right now. So, unless <laughs> they're trying gotta, to travel out gotta, here, gotta, you know what You got to see them, man.
0: You got to let them know, man. They always like, are you single? So, with that being said, ladies, she is single. So, I'm gonna put you on spot right now, man. Go ahead and talk to your lady fans or whatever. They want to know.
1: What it is that you're looking for in a female? What it is I'm looking for? I mean, okay. <sighs> you know, your ideal,
0: your I- ideal female, basically. That's what they want
1: to know. Uh, okay. My ideal female, she could have a kid. I think maybe two will probably be a little too much for me because I'm a little selfish with you know my time that I spend with my woman. So, um, once I get home from work or whatever, no, I'm not saying she can't work. She could definitely work, but once I get home from work with I kind of say I want to like hang out. I want to go to the gym. I want to go, you know, like. I said, yeah, I wanna do something. If you if you're busy all the time, I'm busy all the time. Like that's kinda you know what I mean? I don't really like that. I feel like I make enough money to well you ain't gotta work full time like that. So i rather I want female that work like maybe like part time or maybe have like a job that she can do at the crib or something like that. Um that's as far as it goes like financially, you know what I mean? Uh, physically, she gotta be into the gym. She gotta be into the gym because that's pretty much all I kind of do, and it's it's healthy. It's healthy for you, right? So, I feel like I feel like um, a couple that work out together stay together. <laughs> <laughs> I like
0: that. I like that there you go, ladies, y'all. Yeah. Medicine, so I had to deliver. I, I like that. When your um journey with the music game and stuff that you've been experiencing,
1: because I know you had
0: like a couple of singles and stuff out before you dropped the project. Like, what has been the most most shocking thing that you experienced since doing music? like What's been that wow moment, I could really do this? You know what I'm saying? Has it been people running up on you, like recognizing you? What's been the craziest thing that made you like, wow, like, I'm really doing this. I'm really living my dream.
1: Um, I would say definitely the, the reaction of of criticism I'm trying to get from people. I ask people for criticism all the time. And I'm looking for the bad criticism so I can fix the imperfections in the music but nobody is giving me any bad stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm like, okay, cool. Maybe I'm just naturally good at this. Alright, this is this is dope then. Alright, I ain't got too much to fix. Most of some people tell me to fix is more on the engineering or the mastering side of the song. It's not necessarily me. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's what
0: everybody, man. That's why I think is with everybody because we got our own engineers. Everybody got their own engineers and stuff that master their stuff or whatever but it's like the, the the sound of the ear is different. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter where you go. You can go to North Carolina. You can go to VA. You go to Philly. You know what I'm saying? You go to New York. Like every engineer's ear is so different or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's what I feel like people don't really give a lot of shout outs to you know so i want to say right now shout out to all the engineers out there because the engineers they play a real key role in all oh, the big artists. part
1: oh and huge part like what I, I feel like i feel like i would be none without my engineer. like i would going be a nut I,
0: I feel the same way man because it's like you gotta think it's like we have us as artists already got a vision so we deliver that vision and we give it to the engineer, it's like if if our vision is on a million, they're going to take it from a million, and when they give it back to us, it's going to be on five million, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah,
1: for sure. And there
0: you have it, folks. Another dope, you know what I'm saying, show for Stone Motivation already. Dr. Rick, But you got to say to the people, man,
1: Hey man, look! Shout out to Inspire Radio DJ Renato Creator, and of course the host Jay Stone.
0: Already, man! Before we get up out of here, man, let the people know where they can follow you on social media.
1: Oh, it's Doctor Rit on everything. Uh, just you know, spelled out Doctor R I T on everything. On Instagram, it's Doctor Dot Facebook is Doctor Space Rit. Uh, Spotify, Doctor Space Rit. You know, TikTok, Doctor Dot Just follow, follow me on everything. I'll be there if you post some new updates. More interviews to come. I got an interview with QC coming up. Uh, stay tuned for that one.
0: Already, yeah. man. I'll, I'll tap in with him, man. Thanks for the dope interview, my brother. And I'm gonna go in here and sign out with this one, honey. All right, so you- yo. What's up? This Cool Joe Goody. And you an Inspire Radio? Inspire yeah. Radio. Radio. Yeah. me. Yo, it's your boy. Yo, they came to the three or five shotter. and you listening to Inspire Radio, the one with the three and not the E. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know. <laughs>